Today is the 26th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you today as we bring another one of our weeks to a close. Today is my daughter China's birthday. And of course, China and my wife Jill are working their way through Daily Audio Bible Chronological, working through the scriptures in chronological order. And so, happy birthday, China. It is uh, certainly a heartwarming feeling inside uh, to watch your daughter be born and be your little girl and grow up and start reading the Bible as a child and continue all the way through into adulthood and uh, continue through into marriage and then having baby Reagan, our granddaughter, and still be uh, interested, intrigued, fascinated, and growing in the scriptures every day. And so, can't pass this day without saying happy birthday, China. And so, happy birthday, China. You are a very loved girl. Very, very appreciated. And so with that, I'm not going to sing happy birthday. So with that out of the way, because I'm not a very good singer, that's my wife. She's a very good singer. So with that out of the way, let's dive in. We've been reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week, which is what we'll do today. And we're getting going in the book of Daniel. Today, we will read chapter 2, verse 24, through 3, verse 30. Therefore, Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had assigned to destroy the wise men of Babylon. They came and said to him, Don't destroy the wise men of Babylon. Bring me before the king and I will give him the interpretation. Then Arioch quickly brought Daniel before the king and said to him, I have found a man among the Judean exiles who can let the king know the interpretation. The king said in reply to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to tell me the dream I had and its interpretation? Daniel answered the king, No wise man, medium, magician, or diviner is able to make known to the king the mystery he asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries, and he has let King Nebuchadnezzar know what will happen in the last days. Your dream and the visions that came into your mind as you lay in bed were these. Your Majesty, While you were in your bed, thoughts came to your mind about what will happen in the future. The revealer of mysteries has let you know what will happen. As for me, this mystery has been revealed to me not because I have more wisdom than anyone living, but in order that the interpretation might be made known to the king, and that you may understand the thoughts of your mind. Your Majesty, As you were watching, suddenly a colossal statue appeared. That statue, tall and dazzling, was standing in front of you, and its appearance was terrifying. 
The head of the statue was pure gold. Its chest and arms were silver. Its stomach and thighs were bronze. Its legs were iron, and its feet were partly iron and partly fired clay. As you were watching, a stone broke off without a hand touching it, struck the statue on its feet of iron and fired clay, and crushed them. Then the iron, the fired clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were shattered and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away, and not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the statue became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. Now we will tell the king its interpretation. Your Majesty, you are king of kings. The God of the heavens has given you sovereignty, power, strength, and glory. Wherever people live, or wild animals, or birds of the sky, he has handed them over to you and made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. After you, there will arise another kingdom, inferior to yours, and then another, a third kingdom, of bronze which will rule the whole earth. A fourth kingdom will be as strong as iron, for iron crushes and shatters everything, and like iron that smashes, it will crush and smash all the others. You saw the feet and toes partly of a potter's fired clay and partly of iron. It will be a divided kingdom, though some of the strength of iron will be in it. You saw the iron mixed with clay and that the toes of the feet were partly iron and partly fired clay. Part of the kingdom will be strong and part will be brittle. You saw the iron mixed with clay. The peoples will mix with one another, but will not hold together, just as iron does not mix with fired clay. In the days of those kings, the God of the heavens will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed, and this kingdom will not be left to another people. It will crush all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, but will itself endure forever. You saw a stone break off from the mountain without a hand touching it, and it crushed the iron, bronze, fired clay, silver, and gold. The great God has told the king what will happen in the future. The dream is certain and its interpretation reliable. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell face down, worshipped Daniel, and gave orders to present an offering and incense to him. The king said to Daniel, Your God is indeed God of gods, Lord of kings, and a revealer of mysteries, since you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many generous gifts. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and chief governor over all the wise men of Babylon. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to manage the province of Babylon. But Daniel remained at the king's court. King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue. 
90 feet high and 9 feet wide. He set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to assemble the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces to attend the dedication of the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the rulers of the provinces assembled for the dedication of the statue the king had set up. Then they stood before the statue Nebuchadnezzar had set up. A herald loudly proclaimed, People of every nation and language, you are commanded. When you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, drum, and every kind of music, you are to fall face down and worship the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. But whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. Therefore, when all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and every kind of music, people of every nation and language fell down and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Some Chaldeans took this occasion to come forward and maliciously accuse the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. You as king have issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, drum, and every kind of music must fall down and worship the gold statue. Whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. There are some Jews you have appointed to manage the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men have ignored you, the king. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Then, in a furious rage, Nebuchadnezzar gave orders to bring in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar asked them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you don't serve my gods or worship the gold statue I have set up? Now if you're ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, drum, and every kind of music, fall down and worship the statue I made. But if you don't worship it, you will immediately be thrown into a furnace of blazing fire. And who is the God who can rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to give you an answer to this question. If the God we serve exists, then he can rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he can rescue us from the power of you, the king. But even if he does not rescue us, we want you as king to know that we will not serve your gods or worship the gold statue you set up. The Nebuchadnezzar was filled with rage and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He gave orders to heat the furnace seven times more than was customary. 
and he commanded some of the best soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. So these men, in their trousers, robes, head coverings, and other clothes, were tied up and thrown into the furnace of blazing fire. Since the king's command was so urgent and the furnace extremely hot, the raging flames killed those men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell, bound, into the furnace of blazing fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm. He said to his advisors, Didn't we throw three men bound into the fire? Yes, of course, your majesty, they replied to the king. He exclaimed, Look, I see four men, not tied, walking around in the fire unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the door of the furnace of blazing fire and called, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you servants of the Most High God, come out. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. When the satraps, prefects, governors, and the king's advisors gathered around, they saw that the fire had no effect on the bodies of these men. Not a hair of their heads was singed. Their robes were unaffected, and there was no smell of fire on them. Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted in him. They violated the king's command and risked their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I issue a decree that anyone of any people, nation, or language who says anything offensive against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will be torn limb from limb and his house made a garbage dump for there is no other God who is able to deliver like this. Then the king rewarded Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. First Peter 4, 7 through 5, 14 The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and sober-minded for prayer. Above all, maintain constant love for one another, since love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve others as good stewards of the varied grace of God. If anyone speaks, let it be as one who speaks God's words. If anyone serves, let it be from the strength God provides, so that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ in everything. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, don't be surprised when the fiery ordeal comes among you to test you 
as if something unusual were happening to you. Instead, rejoice as you share in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may also rejoice with great joy when His glory is revealed. If you are ridiculed for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory and of God rests on you. Let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or a meddler. But if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in having that name. For the time has come for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who disobey the gospel of God? And if a righteous person is saved with difficulty, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? So then, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust themselves to a faithful creator while doing what is good. I exhort the elders among you, as a fellow elder and witness to the sufferings of Christ, as well as one who shares in the glory about to be revealed, shepherd God's flock among you, not overseeing out of compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not out of greed for money, but eagerly, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. In the same way, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your cares on him because he cares about you. Be sober-minded. Be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. Resist him, firm in the faith, knowing that the same kind of sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. To him be dominion forever. Amen. Through Silvanus, a faithful brother, as I consider him, I have written to you briefly in order to encourage you and to testify that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. She who is in Babylon, chosen together with you, sends you greetings, as does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Psalm 119, 81-96 Kaf 
I long for your salvation. I put my hope in your word. My eyes grow weary looking for what you have promised. I ask, when will you comfort me? Though I have become like a wineskin dried by smoke, I do not forget your statutes. How many days must your servant wait? When will you execute judgment on my persecutors? The arrogant have dug pits for me. They violate your instruction. All your commands are true. People persecute me with lies. Help me. They almost ended my life on earth, but I did not abandon your precepts. Give me life in accordance with your faithful love and I will obey the decree you have spoken. Lamed Lord, your word is forever. It is firmly fixed in heaven. Your faithfulness is for all generations. You established the earth and it stands firm. Your judgments stand firm today. For all things are your servants. If your instruction had not been my delight, I would have died in my affliction. I will never forget your precepts, for you have given me life through them. I am yours. Save me, for I have studied your precepts. The wicked hope to destroy me, but I contemplate your decrees. I have seen a limit to all perfection, but your command is without limit. Proverbs 28, 15 and 16 A wicked ruler over a helpless people is like a roaring lion or a charging bear. A leader who lacks understanding is very oppressive, but one who hates dishonest profit prolongs his life. Father, we thank you for your word and we thank you for another week that we have been able to spend together in your word. And this is certainly a week of transition as we turn the corner and begin the festivities and the longing and the rejoicing for your arrival and the celebration of Christmas. And so we love you and we thank you for walking us through this and bringing us to the threshold of another week. And we recognize by looking at the calendar that the weeks that remain are far fewer than the weeks that we have already moved through together. We thank you for that. We thank you for bringing us to this point. And we thank you that you will bring us across the finish line strong and well. We recognize that if we want to begin next year well, we will finish this one well. And so thank you for being out in front of us, leading us, pulling us forward. And we pray a special blessing over China today on her birthday. And we thank you for all that she has represented here in the Daily Audio Bible community for 
all of these years since she was just a little girl and we thank you for her life and all that it represents. And so come Holy Spirit with your blessing, not only on China, but on each of us as we continue to take the next step forward together. And pray this in the precious, mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning, everyone. This is Eva from Brooklyn, New York. This is my first year listening and first time calling. I thank the Lord for this wonderful ministry. Throughout my life, I've had my shares of struggles like everyone else, especially when there's a death of a loved one. But during this time, God has come in like a flood to give strength, hope, faith, and a greater trust in the Lord. It has truly been a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. This is from Junk to Treasure. Send help, Lord. Send help. Hello, my DAB family. This is Jamie in New Jersey, standing on the Word of God. I humbly ask you to please pray with me. Dear Father in Heaven, as we approach Thanksgiving, we pray for our families and loved ones. We ask for your protection over them. Help us to love unconditionally as you would have us love one another. May you always preserve the bond that we, we have, and may we always look forward to seeing each other when we have been apart. Grow our love so deep that it is able and willing to overcome and forgive at all times, no matter the offense. We trust in your mighty power to keep, uh, to keep us safe from any form of evil. Father, wherever we have grown cold toward each other, rekindle our hearts and let us see each other as you see us. Heal our hearts and remove any hatred, anger, strife, bitterness, and unforgiveness. Restore the bonds that have been broken. We ask your Holy Spirit to surround us with your love. We ask you to always be at the center of our relationships. Enable our bonds with each other to be as the three-chord strand in your word that cannot easily be broken. Give us the strength to rely on each other, and most importantly, to rely on you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying along with me, my brothers and sisters. I love you all dearly. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family and loved ones. God bless you, and have a good night. Happy Thanksgiving, Dab family. This is Prisoner of Hope. I'm calling to pray for some of our dabbers. It just is coincidentally Thanksgiving Day. And I wanted to pray for Treasure to Treasure. I think now you changed your name to From Junk to Treasure or something like that. <clears throat> I'll get it. But uh, you had said that your house is broken down, your car is broken down, you had this hip replacement that limits you and I just wanted to pray for you because you so faithfully pray for so many people including my family and I, I also thank Dwayne from Wisconsin who prayed for my family and my children who are far from the Lord. Lord I pray for from junk to treasure I just pray that you would just please continue to be her everything Lord I know she has all these broken things but she is rich in Jesus and there's nothing to compare with that. So I thank you for that. I thank you for being a blessing in her life. Thank you for giving her a heart that is a heart after your own and, and that wants to have a passion and a love for others who are in need. I also want to pray for um, Anonymous on Purpose who said you don't know how to love the Lord and you don't know how to receive love from Him. And 
I don't know how to tell you, <clears throat> excuse me, to do that, other than say, just be still and know that He is God, know that He loves you. Just uh, come to Him with a humble heart and just receive what He has for you. Don't overthink it. Uh, just uh, let Him be a blessing to you and just breathe in His peace and His love and His mercy and His grace into your life. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.